0: mount manitoba not in hall of Fame.com presents how the hell did this go to number one and you might be thinking you might be thinking well it's easy to say hey we know why this went number one because the song's awesome but wait this was a song this was real it was but
1: the band wasn't
0: <laughs> the band was not i'm kirk buckner i own i operate not in hall of and the sister sites the fictitious athlete hall of fame, the fictitious rock and roll hall of fame, which, by the way, announces the
2: semifinalists
0: this week.
2: Ah. I, I don't know about you, but I'm on the edge of my seat. I thought you might be.
0: Also, too, also, too, what else do I run? The United States Athletic Hall of Fame. Vote now, vote often. www.nothallofame.com forward slash USA, and you can decide who is. The greatest American athlete. Brad, I know you're thinking who's the greatest American hero. That was William Cott. But anyway. That was, yeah, greatest American hero, I know. Okay, well, I thought, I thought you might. I wanted to include you. But I've got Andrew Tessman, who will always have second billing, and Brad Nelson with me as always every Tuesday night as we record. When, wherever you see it, it, may not be Tuesday night. I don't know. But apparently, uh, Andrea sort of ditches plans just to do this. And why, that's why she named our group the
2: Nerdcast. Thanks for that.
0: Well, it's, it's, who knows
2: that she gets to come home and hang out with two of the best-looking guys that do this podcast? Well, I,
0: I will say this, Brad. Based on the cover art of Steam, I think if had, had you and I had mustaches in the early '20s and we were in, around in 1969, Connecticut, we would have been in this band.
2: Dude, if we were around right now in Connecticut, I think we'd be top of the chart. <laughs>
0: And with that, let's talk about Steam, a band that really didn't exist, and when it did, it really wasn't anything to do with them, but we all know this song, we all know it, and when we kicked off last, how we were going to do this at the end of that, Andrew, you didn't know who this was when I said we're doing Steam, but once it went, na 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 na,
1: Hey, 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 goodbye. Yes. First time I ever I, heard this I,
2: song was the Nylons doing it. I loved the the deep voice in there. He doesn't love you. Okay, this only means something to
0: Canadians, and we are three Canadians doing this. The Nylons were an acapella group in the 80s, who sucked, by the way, uh, because all acapella groups suck. Kirk, not all. Not all.
2: I'm sorry, well, I'm not into Glee, but anyway. I really wanted Glee to be better than it was, man. It oh, okay. no, started not. out pretty oh. good
1: and then it just turned into a recycling of the same.
0: No. Sorry. Okay. I know this is my fault. We're not talking about Glee. Not now, not ever. Sorry. Did you need a moving right along? Yes. Thank you. I'm
2: moving right along. Thank you. You're welcome.
0: Fucking <laughs> <I've never laughs> fault on that Blair. one. i oh. to be your soundboard. <laughs> For something. You know, I I learned a lot about this because I didn't know much about it either. Uh, Brad, to your point, I mean, like in in Canada, I I think a lot of us didn't learn it from the nylons. For me, first, for for my age, it was Bananarama who covered this. I
2: never heard the Bananarama version, and I still haven't listened to it because I didn't want to go into it with, uh, you know, being tainted with this, but I I hadn't heard the Bananarama version yet, so I'm going to listen to it after the podcast. Okay. Well, well, I mean, I think for, for
0: Canadians out east, where I was living, uh, Don Cherry, the, the great hockey coach, uh, he was a great hockey coach, but an interesting hockey pundit, he had a TV show on CHCH, which was the Hamilton channel, and uh, so it was like right before every hockey night in Canada, and sort of like right at the end of his, his outro was nah, nah, well, it was the banana-rama version of na-na-na, anyway, so like that's kind of where I heard that first uh saying that nobody came here for Banana bananarama or nobody came here for the nylons not even the nylons if they're alive alive today
1: mm-hmm.
2: these okay so who is steam steam was a fictitious band they basically were a couple of songwriters and singers and they formed this band because they didn't think this thing was going to go anywhere they make a b-side
1: they, they didn't was, even name themselves Steam.
2: Yeah,
0: but but it's more than that, right? Because if you look at it, these were three guys who were in a, an,
2: I guess like one a wop or a cappella group in the early 60s. Yeah. Two of them were were uh before, and the third I don't know was he part of the group? Oh, he's a piano player. Yeah, yeah, but but he's the more interesting one because uh, let's
0: let's get their names here: uh, Gary De uh, Dale uh, Fleischer, Fleisch, I might be saying that wrong, and Paul Le- Le- Laca. Paul was the piano player, and I think Paul's sort of an interesting figure when we look at this because basically you got three. Paul got the shaft. Hmm? I'm sorry. Paul got the
2: shaft. So, oh, see, I, I see. Oh, no, a- De Carlo got the shaft. I think Paul was the one giving the shaft. Oh, yeah. sorry, De Carlo that, that uh, got basically just told, "No, we're not touring with you."
0: Right. Right. So but so these guys, they have their little thing going on in the early 60s, but they keep in touch. And please jump in if I got this wrong. Uh, uh, Paul gets it gets a gig at Mercury Records doing reasonably well. And he wrote and produced the song that we might cover one day. Green
2: tambourine. By
0: was it the lemon pipers? I forget. It.
2: This song knocked out. No, I'm sorry. This song knocked out. Um, I don't have my notes in front of me. My computer's on the fritz. That's why I'm coming to you from my dining room and my plant hoard. Um, So the computer's in the shop. I'm here on my phone. I don't have my notes, but no, it didn't knock out Green Tambourine. They had writing credits on Green Tambourine. Sorry, go ahead. Paul did, only Paul did. So like he
0: was already, he was essentially established in this, got his buddies to, uh, I, I guess, a shot. They come up with this, uh, which was kind of a throwaway.
1: It, it was totally a throwaway. a throwaway. It was it was an old song. I think DiCarlo had partly wrote it and, and the, like, kind of put it yeah. aside. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, they needed a B-side, so they pulled this out. They engineered it to be a B-side and to never be a hit. They purposely are just slightly off-key um, in the background vocals. They added 8,000 Nana hey hey goodbyes to the end of it to make it too long for radio play.
2: It had no lyrics.
1: It had, and it was... um, Just
0: no different than then and now and forever.
1: Pretty much. But it also was just shitty composition. They put it all together on a synthesizer. There's no band behind it. There's no real musicians behind it, aside from... A couple of singers and a
2: keyboard. How I
0: recycled from other songs. I get a totally different vibe from this though. I look at this as, would this, what, what, what would have happened in 69 if the Temptations of the Four Tops got a hold of this?
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. It would, it would
0: have been, been amazing. Different.
1: Just like the Nylons cover is great.
0: No, it isn't. Mm-hmm. But
2: anyway, <laughs> no. You're oh, what, what, Am I going in a corner? You're going to put a baby in a corner? That's not how Your this works. Of talent, Kirk, doesn't need to be forced on people with taste. <laughs>
0: Fine. As I emerge out of the crevice of which I came from
2: inside. That crevice of yours, I tell you.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, but I did read some reviews on this where they sort of viewed it as Motown Light. I, I do think that
2: it's kind of banging in its own way. Yeah, if the Temptations or the Four Tops, like you said, got a hold of this thing, the treatment they would have given it would have elevated it to well, a the much. the treatment more that long. the
0: producers would have given it of Lamont Dozier
2: Lamont or no Dozier. Well, okay, well, you you've got those two groups in particular. Yeah. You've got a lot of money behind them, way more than was behind Steam, um, and it. They, would they didn't have, have a lot of steam behind it. <laughs> 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 Sorry. we go um uh, but no you we we would have had a much bigger phenomenon than we had out of uh, out of steam well yes or no uh,
0: this, this is phenom- old... this is okay yeah okay yes back then would it be bigger now
2: than it is 100 percent. i think it would have
0: okay all
2: right yeah because i think it would have i mean as it sits, it knocked a Beatles song off the off the top one, out uh, of top Which position. Which one, Brad? Um, oh, shit, I had this. I don't have my notes. Okay, it well, knocked, um, while you're trying to think of that, I did find an interview. does it come with, together? Come together, it not Come Together out.
0: I never understood that song. Anyway, we'll have to look at that one.
1: He got blacked up, he got moving up slowly. He, yeah it's just board, a bunch of board words yeah well so was this in its own in its own way there is a story to this though basically dude is uh trying to get the girl to uh break up with her boyfriend so he can get with her Nana, hey hey kiss him goodbye something.
2: yeah and who <laughs> of us haven't been there <laughs> does it ever work for you brad it never worked for me uh, no, I just wound up being that guy that she would come to the bitch about the guy that she was seeing. Mm. Going back to the Beatles, I found an interview on... Oh, with, thank you. Uh, with
0: with De- Gary DiCarlo, uh, the lead singer of that, and he says like a lot of influence was from uh, the Beatles, actually with... Well, nah, na, 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 nah. So hence where, mm-hmm. where they were coming a bit with that. Uh, here's what I think happened. I think you've got the, you've got a uh, Paul Laca who pretty much brought his two people in and the whole thing, he, he, like he was like mid-level, right? He was sort of like a mid-level, sort of like a producer guy at Mercury. So this becomes a massive hit and then he goes to them and says, okay, remember that thing that, that you didn't really wanna do? Now it's a hit. I get a, all right, let's go tour no we're all about the art man paul did what he had to do or paul was told what he had to do and then they put this whole group around it and i don't know about you guys but I when, when i when i picked this I, I knew fuck all other than this was just a fun song i, I chanted sports as Brett says yay sports ball
1: i don't uh, agree I don't... with you on your take on this i think that because the cover of the album is that was after. <laughs> it's five dudes in a homoerotic steam room. Six. Sorry, oh, six. I you. I was gonna say you were paying attention to those mustaches, weren't you? I
0: there was. was.
1: <laughs> I, I,
0: I thought I, I thought I made that pretty clear at the beginning when I said <laughs> if Rod and I had a mustache, we would have been in that band in 1969.
1: I don't know that, um, that they necessarily said no to touring, though. I think okay, the record no, company no. just went, hey, we can, we can put something else together, and they milly vanillied the shit out of it. Yeah,
0: but no, I can say that because I found an interview where DiCarlo said that. Oh, all right. Yeah, so where he pretty much said, like, I didn't want to be that guy. So somehow, it's a, it, we've got a he said, he said th- thing between uh Laka and de carlo and i don't know really what the other guy had to do with any of this i couldn't find shit about that
1: no uh
0: but i think that one i i, I found something from the connecticut center or connecticut paper where right before he passed away because he died of cancer i'm talking about uh de carlo hmm. and so like they were trying to essentially say okay this is the guy i am seen blah 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 here's the go fund me to try and help him out. And clips from, or clips, or quotes rather, sorry, uh, where he said like he was still kind of bitter and he would scream out when this came out, like, hey, that's me. So somehow he felt screwed. I wonder if Paul Lockett
1: felt screwed in some way. I don't know. Uh, I read somewhere that there was a lot of animosity between them. Forever after they both died of cancer about six years apart and they never forgave each other for whatever the uh, The bullshit was
0: Yeah, and that's sort of like where where we're sort of like going with that. So I don't know whether who's well Paul sold sold them out or Maybe he it's like no, it's about the art man. Who the fuck knows? Mm -hmm. At this point because we do know that uh, Carlo said, this should not have been the A side, but then they, they had something uh, as much as like, we've all ripped on how the these record companies will screw you over, but then sometimes they just get it right. Like they know what a hit is. They mm-hmm. were right.
1: They were right. But let's talk about why this is still in our collection of psyche today and it's because it's because it has become a meme in the traditional sense of the word this song and we've covered a few others that are have made it to meme status but you start humming this little ditty Mm -hmm. and it brings up sports ball Primarily baseball, um, but it's used in any sport, anytime they're pulling someone off the field or the ice or the court. Mm-hmm. Um, and it started because, and I can't remember now which team it was. I want to say Detroit. Chicago, the White Chicago. Yeah, sorry. That was my next choice.
2: Oh, um,
1: a great musical. Because the organist uh, decided when they were pulling the pitcher, To just start playing this and then people started singing along and it became yeah it became a meme it's something that everybody understands now I've been at hockey games and uh sung it along with everybody else when they're pulling people off for penalties or pulling the opponent's team goalie you know it's it's effective
0: I think there's a lot of people who don't even know this was actually a song
1: I don't think I, I had never heard the original version before listening to it for this podcast. Oh,
0: they're the same I heard people who think oh, that no, George, I didn't I didn't Sorry, you were You were both first? talking.
2: Go on, Rob. Sorry, I, I'd heard the original um, a couple of times, but then I heard the Nylons version. And I loved the energy of that, of that song. So, I mean, that's why it stuck with me. Nothing to do with the sports ball or anything like that because, I mean, I don't really ever watch it. And then I had, uh, as I got older, seen it brought into that. And then, uh, you know, it was the original that was, that was brought in. I didn't realize that the Nylons were a Canadian group when I had first heard them and heard the, um, the, uh, the, that album that Na 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 was on was the first time I'd ever heard the, the nylons. And I loved it because the dynamic of the, of the voices and what have you. So I, I thought personally it had more energy than the original and it was more interesting to listen to because of the differences in the vocals in there. But I mean, yeah, you're absolutely right when you both say that you know this has become a sports anthem and because of the goodbye, the long drawn out goodbye, it can be a taunt for the opposing team. Well, that's what it is
1: a taunt. 100 percent it's a taunt.
2: <laughs> yeah, because it because it is, but it's a it's a lighthearted taunt. It's it's not like it it, it has no it has no balls behind it, like it's not it's, you know, there's no venom there or anything. It's just na 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 na. Hey, 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 goodbye. And you can't like you know be angry when you sing it, you know, or anything like that. It's just it, it Maybe a death metal band cover could do it, but this is just taunting the player on the on the field mound, um, ice rink, whatever.
0: It's kind of funny to me how this song became. Uh, it's like no, like no, fuck him. Pick me to uh, a song about go fuck yourself. You're out of here.
2: Yeah, yeah. But there's no, there's no venom behind it though. Like it's not. Yeah. Like, you, can't,
1: you can't I mean you smile when you sing it. Uh, yeah. It's pretty it's your, pretty venomous. It's pretty um it's not it it's not mean spirited, but it's it's mm. definitely a dig.
2: Right,
1: okay, oh, it's a dig, but
2: I, I don't think it's got any
0: teeth.
1: If you were on that field and being sung off in that method. Right, You would feel the teeth. I, I, I
0: think also, too, let's go back. I, w- I want to go back to, like, just that cover, that cover art. Where did they come <laughs> up with this? Because okay, I can only find, and I don't know about, about the two of you, right? Uh, so, like, when I was sort of, like, doing my research on this, and so I, I, you can only find, like, one performance of, in 1969 of this one group. And then you find other stuff like where there where it's DiCarlo singing. I was like, shit, how did DiCarlo Deca- must have had like I've got some kind of wig? Because the lead singer that, who they hired was clearly going all full pre-David Crosby. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: So I'm only a select few people are gonna get the David Crosby reference. Hopefully they're the ones watching. But, I hope so too. And yeah. if you are watching, like and subscribe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but because because I'm watching that, I he, I wonder because like also too. Then I found another interview with the De Carlo who said like, "Oh, why well, didn't we want to full Millie Vanilli?" Well, Millie Vanilli, as Andrew and I covered in the BB Times before Brown. Uh, I like that.
2: Um, I like that. There's BB and AB. Yeah.
0: So when we were looking at that, Millie Vanilli existed because they were so good looking. They hired six guys who were eh.
2: I think the cover art happened because you name your band Steam as a complete throwaway. They're, you know Steam is vapor. It disappears quickly. That's what they were planning on this thing doing. This was a B-side. It was a throwaway. And it got a lot more life than I think anybody was expecting it to have. And so they put six guys when there were only what really three involved in the band originally
0: my favorite thing with the video though too or the video the only thing the only thing was like the guy in the bongo yeah well, there's a bongo in this we should have had john stamos in there for the bongo Aruba yeah. by the way you can sort of like check that out when we all
2: looked at kokomo that's right you it in um, there? that being said though uh, i you know they went with the steam room thing you know this sort of sauna idea and um, uh, you know, what is the common well m- maybe misconception, maybe not, we don't know, about a steam room.
1: Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, so I we're, said homoerotic
0: already. Really? I don't think I don't think maybe, but I don't think they knew that. Well,
1: and if they yes. did,
0: that wouldn't
2: have been the six people they chose. Well, you wouldn't think so, but, I mean, there's
1: a key for every lock, right? Yes. I think beauty standards were a lot different in 1969. Oh, holy shit, this went a place I didn't think it was going to (laughs) go. Really? Yes, really! (laughs) Hi, Kirk,
2: I'm Brad, and this is Andrea. Have we met before? Okay, okay, Brad. We're going to make
1: it awkward if we we can.
0: I didn't think we were going to go far right, or far right left. Okay. God damn you political things. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know
2: anymore. It's the shape of an L on her forehead.
1: Uh. The not stop coming, and they don't stop coming. <laughs> back to the rules, and I hit the ground running. Didn't make sense not to live for fun. Your brain gets smart, but your head gets dumb.
2: So much to do, so much to say. So what's the wrong with taking the back streets?
1: You never know if you don't go. You hey. never hey. shine if you don't show. Hey. Anyway, Kurt, we're moving right along.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know where I was going with this. All I know is I'm just picturing a bunch of like late twenty something people in their basement looking at it and saying, "See, mommy, I can get a boyfriend or girlfriend." Sorry, never mind. I don't edit, shit, so
2: we're going to leave, leave this in. Anyway, go on. One way or the other, or another. I'm going to go. cover happened. It was. Um, I think these guys were taking the piss because they didn't expect this thing to be anything. And it became something much bigger than they had planned. This was supposed to be a throwaway piece of shit. Be side. Don't turn the record over. We just needed to fill some space. But it's- we yep. was written inside of 15 hours.
0: I honestly like, I, you know, I'm looking at all these other retro reviews of this. Okay, call it Motown like
2: call it what you want. Mm-hmm. It's banging. it's great. Yes, it's a, it's a fun song. Yeah. You know, whoever you know was was actually, you know, banged their brain cells together to to write this, and that was the majority was what's his name? Um yeah,
1: Carla. DeCarla, yeah. yeah
2: they, they were they were writing it, they were having some fun with it. It was he was saying in an interview that you know um we didn't have any real words for it. Uh, so everything that wasn't a word, we put in na-na-na, and it became the chant throughout the song that actually was the glue that held the whole song together, because you, okay, because I read the liner notes with the on the Nylons album and what have you, I know the, the, a lot of the lyrics to oh, this. One. Heard a lot. He he doesn't love you the way that I love you, because if he did, he <laughs> wouldn't, break your heart, do a Yeah, so, you know, but oh, nobody really. If you were to quote those lyrics to begin with, nobody would know. But you say na 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 na, just that, and people know exactly what you're talking about. So that the na-na's were the 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 glue that held this whole thing together, yeah. and it's what sticks in your head. And I think because it was such and uh, to quote Andrea, an earworm, <laughs> um, it 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 took off because of exactly that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And it still survives today. And good on it. There's a because the guy also who was part of Green Tambourine. I don't think we're going to talk about that. Well, there's no reason to. Yeah, but it, that also was like two years before. Yep. One hit wonder and we're, does
2: not. Stop. I am honestly shocked though. This song had the cojones to to knock out. Come together out of a number one spot. Because you're going up against the Beatles. This is a nothing. This is an absolute nothing burger of a band going up against the Beatles, which is arguably the biggest
0: band of that era. Which is why this show exists. Springsteen's number one hits, zero. That's because Dylan, Springsteen's painful to listen to. Yeah. Bob Dylan, number one hits, zero. Mm-hmm. That's, why th- that's why we're doing this. Because mm-hmm. again, yeah, how the hell did this happen? Why yeah. did Andrew and I talk
2: about the singing nun? Why did you talk about the singing nun? Because it's fucking by the way.
1: Yeah, that's one of the that's one of the really most fascinating ones we've talked about. Yeah. it really is like that one. So, uh, yeah, go look up the singing nun if you haven't watched that episode or listen to it. We weren't recording, we're recording it at that point. We were recording it, we weren't video recording the hell it.
0: So. Out of that.
2: Yeah.
0: No, because i think this shit's
2: Fascinating to me. Which absolutely, is why we this even did should never have been rocket to the top. Is it's it's ab- you're absolutely right, Kirk. It is fascinating to see why these nothing burgers of a song should suddenly pop into the public consciousness, or non-existent bands, or non-existent bands in the case of Steam. Absolutely, yeah, which has happened many times
0: before. After, uh, yeah. The, the only thing I really feel bad is Gary DiCarlo. I don't know whether he, I don't know. Uh, re- reading today that, like like right at the end, how he needed to go fund me, it's kind of heartbreaking.
2: Yeah, that hurts a little bit that he didn't yeah. have enough to, to see him through to the end. Yeah.
0: You know, shit like that. Because like, there are so many people who've lived off of one song. You'd think he would have, I don't know what.
1: Yeah, but Part of it he, though is the American health system and that can bankrupt a lot of people. So if he had been oh, struggling with oh, cancer oh, 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 for a few years, yeah, it's just a sad state of affairs really. Yeah, well, fair, fair enough. Okay, well, ride along.
0: yes, thank you. Cause I think, yeah. I think we put a cap on this steam. Uh,
2: I forgot who's next, no, Brad, you're next. That's me and I have my notes on the computer, which is in the shop. However, I believe I still remember uh, somebody who's got quick Google foo skills. I need you to check and make sure that this one did hit number one. Because you've screwed this uh, up before. Uh, uh, no, I've, I've done this before. I've messed it up and we've done something else completely different. So get get ready, Google your shit here because uh, Lou Baga, num- Mambo number five. <laughs> okay, yeah. Done. Yeah, that I believe, yeah, I believe that did hit number one for a couple of weeks. But like I said, my little list of like I think I have three backup songs is is currently over there with the nerds who know more about computers than I do. You know that that no, that's a fascinating one. That's been in my sort of like back pocket. So, all right. Vega was an interesting guy. Man,
1: actually stayed at number one for twenty weeks.
2: There we go. So it was. Did you two
1: prepare for that? No, I just Googled it.
2: Okay. Well, thank you, Maria. Hey, You are the man.
1: Hey, as we're sort of like
0: uh, trying to like uh, wrap this up, did you know I wrote a book? Wait. You a wrote second. a book? No. Can you can't even read? I can
2: read. He can write too. He wrote good. a whole book. You, you went to Zoolander's school for kids who can't read good, though
1: that's why he can read now (laughs) thank you thanks, Brad. well done thank you (laughs) well i wrote the
0: autobiography of biography of java guerrero senior instant classic check that out on amazon.com just wash your tongue and can't do a thing with it eh
2: (laughs) Um, (laughs) don't be that's my job (laughs) <laughs>
1: yeah let the pervy mu- Muppet be the pervy one Kirk you just
2: <sighs> hey my wife is happy with what my limited skills but anyway there you go so on top of writing a book mm-hmm. you don't have anything else going on do you oh my god yes I do yes what you Evan Nolan
0: and I we do the weekly hall of fame show also too Chris Bourne and I we look at some crappy television Ooh. What kind well, of crappy television? Well, the last one we just put up was the Gilligan. Oh, sorry, the Harlem Globetrotters visit
2: Gilligan's Island. So that's up. I'm actually, yeah, that one drops. I'm gonna watch it.
0: Oh, it's our. It's, oh, it's up.
2: Oh, it is it up. up. It is oh, up. It up. Is up. Uh, gonna I,
0: I'm gonna send him a message. By the way, uh, Chris, if you're watching this, uh, by the way, I think that we should, next time we should go to Manimal.
2: Oh, yes. I love Nobody remembers those ones out of, like, I remember Manimal, Misfits of Science. Brad, do you want to be a special guest for Manimal? Absolutely, I do, because that shit does not hold up.
0: I don't remember ever watching it. I just found it on YouTube, so I know it exists. It is hot garbage. All right, then. So we've got that. And ever so much more, because God knows I never stopped doing this, So That was the one. Automan, Manimal, and Misfits of
2: Science. I tried man
0: I couldn't find... All... We found Automan, then, then it disappeared off YouTube. And then when we did find it, it was all French.
2: Yeah.
1: Mon français
2: <laughs> The only thing I understood was
1: the fact that you laughed. Thank you. In French. In French, yeah. Yes. yeah, Yes. Um, so uh you got some Hall of Fame things going on though. Oh my what god, the hell?
0: don't I? Don't I? Yes. Uh yeah. So the, the Hall of Fame crew, we looked at who should be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame in the senior category. And we're gonna be getting all together for looking at who should be in for the preliminary for 2023.
1: Brad, more- you should not be in the football hall of fame. You don't know what football is. I
2: do. It's the one that they play rugby, but they dress up in all the padding and stuff. And they yeah, it's basically rugby for guys who can't get hit, right? Yeah, something like that. Andrew, you
0: should be part of that because a couple of those guys have never seen a woman before. So <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, I shouldn't have said that because I know God, I'm gonna get a message. Anyway, Hate
1: wherever
0: mail you are regular mail. Wherever you are, wherever you may be. Stay safe, everyone. Thanks for watching. Good night.